Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Just、uh, trying to recover. I was working at the polls this past Tuesday. Election day. This is episode number sixteen. Yo, what up? This is your old friend Alvin. It is good to have you with us again. So please relax, lay back, and enjoy another seventeen minutes podcast with your host, La Fool and A. Everybody came out on early voting. Why do you think that happened? I find that really remarkable, especially in Texas. Well, I'm only talking in Austin. In Austin,、uh, early voting happened. I'm sure in other parts of Texas, people waited till the last day. And、uh, multiple reasons. I think the Trump people go off fear because that's what he manufactures. So they were afraid this was going to happen and afraid that was going to happen. So they got out in line early and were waiting there just in case. A lot of them had their ballots in hand, even though they could have mailed their ballots in. They were pumped full of fear that something was going to happen in the mail to their ballots. So they brought them in, and a lot of them came in in fear without their ballot. Which makes it bad because now you have to do what's called a provisional ballot. Most of them we sent home to get their ballots and to come back and to vote. But you could have gone down to Travis County Election Center and you could have turned your ballot in and presented it in person, and it would have counted right there on the spot. But a lot of people just didn't know that. Were you using voting machines? Yeah, we have ballot marking devices. That's the machine where you vote. That with the white beach machine down. Why did they have to bring their ballot with them if they were voting at a machine? I'm confused. Because everybody had ordered mail-in ballots, so a lot of these are elderly people, and they should be at home resting. They shouldn't be on the roads traveling to a polling location, and they could have mailed the ballots in. But they were pumped full of fear, so they got their ballots in the mail, and they had heard from this or heard from that. That this was going to happen, so they brought their ballots in. Had to bring them in in person, which means they stand in line, and they increase their chances of catching an infection or becoming ill. What was the turnout like in Texas? Did you all break records? Yeah, they broke records here. It was sixty-eight percent on the day of election had already voted. Wow, that's really good. On the Thursday before the election. As many people have voted as had voted in the 2016 turnout. Okay, it was the largest turnout in U.S. history, and it, it wasn't lopsided. Austin County is pretty democratic town, but still, there was a lot of Trump supporters that came out, and they 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 came out and they voted. You know, people were definitely trying to make their vote count, and we did our best to make sure that no matter who you were, your vote counted. And so we got them in there and got them out. First day of early voting, it was a four and a half hour wait. At your location, as it wasn't a lot, but on the day of election, there was like a ten minute wait. The first, there was like maybe forty people in line, and it never got crowded after that. I was at a different location; it was new. That's the way it was there, and it went very smoothly, no real problems. But people had already voted for the most part. Most of Austin got it out early. Gragglers did come along, but really only had like a handful coming in the last hour or so. Are you seeing any effort by any party to try to not count votes or to challenge any mail ballots that have been received? Questions about the postmark, anything like that in Texas? I didn't see it personally in Austin, 
we take all the ballots downtown afterwards, down to the main election office, and we turn those in. I mean, you have Republicans and Democrats and some independents. You know, you, you could be any party working in as an election official. It's voluntary. Everybody works the same. And I personally didn't see any, like, voter suppression or voter fraud. You really don't know who's voting. There was one lady that came in, and she was having difficulty, and she was ready to quit. She marked her ballot, and there was all no selections. And so she was like, I'm going to walk out. I'm, I'm leaving. And we were like, well, let's help you anyway. And we helped her out. I had to actually sit and help her with her ballot. And I was surprised how she voted, but like, I wouldn't have guessed that. So you really can't judge a book by its cover. You have no idea what somebody is and wherefore you have to help every single person. I saw everyone working together for the same cause and that's to make sure every vote counted. In Texas, it was close. However, I believe it's, it's like 43 to 52 or 47 to 52 Trump here. So I think Trump did win Texas. Yeah, I'm in one of the five states that's up in the air presently, so we'll see what happens. I saw some graph online that was talking about like the what-ifs, and it had your particular state as a probable for the Democrats. I believe that's one of the states that will tip it. Uh, I believe it comes out to like 272 for Biden, and that pretty much puts it out of reach. I think that Georgia's so close right now. Biden's in a position, if he can just win Georgia, it's a wrap. I don't think there's a wrap either way, because again, this is all pundits and the media unofficially calling the races. Until each state officially certifies their vote, there is no true tally. You know, the question of the electoral votes, like the attempt to get to 270 makes sense, but I still don't think that we'll know until all the states have certified and officially announced their rallies. Is it who gets to 270 first? I guess if one person gets to 270, the other one can't. I think that's the cutoff. I think that's how that works, but I honestly don't know. This race was too close. There's a term I've heard in the movie before, and I believe it's called a Punic victory, which is a victory that might seem like a victory, but it's actually a loss because this country, for the most part, is divided 50-50 and half of this country has accepted a person who is repeatedly shown signs of racism, bigotry, uh, homophobia, um, xenophobia, and all other sorts of bad phobias. And his base accepts it. People are like, hey, we'd rather have that guy in, in the office. He had no ability as a politician and for governing a nation. And it shows in his base is just like, but it but 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 Hillary or you know, but but this and half the nation decided that this guy was the better choice to continue to guide us. Do you think that we can say half the nation, even though we've had record turnout? We can say that it's sort of 50-50 on, on the voters, but there's still a percentage that's going to be, what, 25 to 30% that just didn't vote? So are we also assuming that you can divide them equally in half? You can basically write them off because they wrote this off. Sure. They didn't think it was important enough to change him. Okay. They were like, eh, status quo, I can live with that. It's no big deal. Like, I had zero desire to have Biden. Zero. However, 
Biden is better than this guy. This guy is bad. This guy is just, this guy is the, the epitome of what's bad for the universe and for the world. Did you ever think you'd get there to saying that? Because I know you weren't there in 2016. Do you think that if you knew in 2016 what you know now that you would have voted differently in 2016? Well, in 2016, I voted for a doctor. Who do you think better to run a pandemic, a doctor or a ex-president's wife who had no ability or no compassion or no heart uh, and was had a desire to be a warmonger and kill people? I still think the person that I chose in 2016 would have been the better choice. And if I knew what I knew now, I would try to find people to express that we have got to change. We have got to get the doctor into the White House. I mean, her policies, the Green Party policies, if we had put them in place in 2016, would have reformed the United States, would have saved the world. Reduction of the military industrial complex, the Green New Deal, Medicare for all, all these things, and to take this pandemic seriously from the beginning on her first Intel report, she would have said, okay, we have to focus on this. And she would have known what to do. We didn't get that. We got a failed business mogul and reality show star who didn't even take it seriously, who didn't even read his Intel reports. Yeah. I think you have to be careful uh, when you try to say that a doctor would have been better. My doctor, who I trust quite highly uh, and for some time now. Uh, the last time I was in the office, he was very angry uh, and unwilling to, well, he, he, he wore a mask, but he was certain that they were not effective in preventing the transmission of the coronavirus. He was a proponent of hydroxychloroquine. So you've got to be careful I don't think you can make a blanket statement and say a doctor would have solved it. I think you have to understand that just because you've got the title of a doctor doesn't mean that you are thinking straight. And my doctor is very well educated and has given me great medical advice and treatment up until that point. Okay, well, your doctor is clearly a Republican. Your doctor clearly listens, probably even listens to QAnon. I would ask him, hey, doc, what do you think of QAnon? And I guarantee you, your doctor would be like, oh, la, 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 la. Your doctor probably watches Fox News, by the way, as well. And so it sounds like your doctor completely buys into the right-wing propaganda that Trump pushed. Wasn't there some concern that Stein was not a proponent of vaccinations? Wasn't there a kerfuffle about that? Yes. And you should read what she actually says about it. And she's like, vaccines need to be tested a lot better. So what she wouldn't have been was like, the second that they had a vaccine, she would have says, well, this needs trials. You know, this is going to need a one-year trial, then two-year trial, then a five-year trial. So that's what she was trying to say is that vaccines, even though they are good, I don't recommend all of them because a lot of times the pharmaceutical companies are going to be trying to make a profit rather than looking out for the good of the people. I'm going to say that Republican doctor, probably not. That's what you're saying. Like Ben Carson wouldn't have been a better president. That's for sure. <laughs> no doubt about that. Good God. I'm going to say that a green, first off, above everything is what she is. Even for a doctor, she is a green. She has a platform. She wouldn't be putting her own personal interests in there. She has a staff or bring in a staff of Green Party leadership that would be very clear about what we're going to look for and what we're going to try to do. In my opinion, yeah. I think the choice I made was the best choice. It's just too bad the rest of the world didn't listen to what the Green Party was offering. And then the whole thing about, well, you know, she was involved with Putin. And so guess what? Trump was even deep in the pants of Putin. 
to say that in any manner to try to disparage her is hypocritical for any Republican because we already know what Putin was doing to Trump. That's my choice. I would have stuck with it because uh, even as horrible as Trump is, Hillary would have had us in the middle of a war. I have no doubt about that. And that would have been a direct reflection of what happened to in 1918 in a war, uh, which meant troops would have been spreading the virus all throughout um, areas that they, they travel. And it would have been a direct reflection of what happened in 1918 compared to 2019 was really almost the same thing minus a, a world conflict. Yeah. Definitely glad with my choice. I'm going to stick with it. And this time I had no choice. I, Bernie, in my mind, failed us all. Bernie left us hanging. Bernie should have fought to the end. If Bernie had been in this race right now, I don't think this would have been, would have been close. And we, we could have seen some real change. I don't think we're going to see any change. If Biden wins, great. Yay. Now we can protest Biden in March. You know? It's not like much is going to change, but we're on some better path. Biden at least won't try to separate kids at the border. He's just going to go back to the policy of just shipping them out directly, instantly back to their war-torn countries where they can be killed and assaulted again. So that will change. Will the relationship with the Saudis change? Nope. Will the relationship with Israel change? Nope. Will Yemen change? Nope. Biden will continue every single war that Trump continued from the previous administration. So that's not going to change. Well, is the war on cannabis going to end? Who knows? VP Harris says it's going to. But she sure didn't end it when she was in California. Now we're supposed to believe that she will. Maybe people can hold her feet to the fire on that. Medicare for all, it's not going to happen. We're going to try to give the insurance companies more money. Trump had no plan for health care. None whatsoever. For me, Biden did one thing. There was a, um, a program during the Darfur conflict. Senator Biden actually got funding so that it went under UN in Darfur, and that helped a lot. And he did that pretty quickly. Biden can make a difference when he chooses to. My last thing on that is we'll see what happens. I mean, as of right now, I think we're looking to the point where Biden is going to win this. Am I ecstatic? Yeah, I, I, we had to get rid of the clown. He, had, he really had to go away. Is there going to be a lot of change? No. At least now we can take time to put the fire out. That's the differences. And who knows what kind of help we're going to get. I'll tell you, the Democrats are going to go back to sleep. They're not trying to make any change. They're going to continue to fight the progressives. Uh, and so now you're going to have Trump's base. And I don't know how they're going to react. That's the question, is what's going to come of this? They're not going to go to sleep. I mean, they have no reasons to. They just barely lost an election. They've been more emboldened than ever. And now they feel slighted. I think that Trump will get his wish and this is going to be a major conflict may come out of this. I'm going to be curious to see if he leaves the Oval Office or not. That part's exciting. If Trump never concedes and somehow Biden is, is installed as the next president, because he's never conceded, they will always say that Biden is an illegitimate president and therefore should be removed in any way possible from the office. What a coincidence. Trump was an illegitimate president too, and he was never my president. So this is the way it'll, it'll end, I guess. They, all the Trump supporters will say, this is our president over here, and maybe they'll all go to Russia with him if we're all lucky enough. He's not going to Russia. Well, we'll see. 
Thanks for listening. All right. I'll talk to you very soon. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 17 minutes podcast. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of our sponsors. They're listed on our website and social media. Check them out. Have a blessed Sabbath. Shabbat Shalom.